I saw the, the movie Blade Runner for the first time and it struck me as the music by Vangelis was unworldly. I don't know what other word to use, but it played right into the darkness of the movie, the darkness of the sets. It created one of the best moods that I had ever seen, I think I'd ever seen in a movie, because they, they picked up, the, the music picked up the theme of the, of the movie. Now, I thought to myself, you know, this movie could be made in Oregon because it never stopped raining in it. The, the movie with the, the rain in the movie was used as a mood as well to indicate the drama, the menace, whatever there was. But I see more rain in that movie than I had seen in any other one, except perhaps the Great Flood, Silent Movie. But the uh, it struck me as taking an idea of cloning and pushing it to the limit, and the to look upon the clones there as not being human was very difficult because they had all of the human characteristics. They, uh, they didn't get the appearance there of being anything other than human, except when they got violent. And there, there are plenty of real humans who can get violent exactly the same way. But the, I was fascinated, the idea of having a flawed hero in the movies has, I think, become more and more popular in the past few years as it, they are on television, that your hero is not so heroic, heroic as, being, as he is actually flawed. And they, they Harrison Ford in it played the limits of the of being flawed one way or another. You expected him to show some compassion to these clones because, to all intents and purposes, they were human. But he knew what a danger they were, so he could exterminate them and eliminate them without giving them too much of a thought. But the, uh, I am not quite sure if it received any awards at the, either the Golden Globes or the Oscars or anything else, but certainly for the settings alone, Wrigley Scott certainly deserved some sort of award for that. So, I think it is one of the movies that I have watched perhaps more times than any other. It shows how much I admired. That was the voice of my grandfather, Hugh McCauley, age 87 in 2008. He passed in 2015 at the age of 94, having witnessed almost a century of technological evolution. Having been raised at a time when radio was still a novelty, he would marvel at every innovation. Always be curious, was his motto, 
and he kept that perspective throughout an extraordinary life. He was born in Belfast in November of 1920, the month Michael Collins sent IRA assassins to kill British intelligence agents in their homes, and Protestant loyalists, the Black and Tans, massacred Catholic citizens at a football match in what became known as the first Bloody Sunday. He was also a Catholic in the British Army, helping preside over a POW camp in North Africa. He saw the pyramids and played drunken baseball at the Suez Canal. He celebrated Ramadan with Egyptian soldiers. He raised three children, including my mother, and had a wife he adored. With no formal education, his mother fostered in him a lifelong love of books and learning. This in turn honed my grandfather's greatest ability, storytelling. I would not be a writer without him. At an early age, he would regale me, my sisters and cousins, with tales of Barnabas, a man parts Tintin, part Jonah and the whale, whose adventures were seemingly endless. No earthly disaster could deter him. No earthquake, no flood. I would later learn Barnabas dated back to my mother's childhood. My grandfather also taught me compassion for everyone. He would listen to you, no matter your race, religion, or sexual orientation. He would even periodically update his language, reverencing transgender people with respect. He also stayed up on pop culture, and is probably the only nonagenarian I know of who read all the Fifty Shades of Grey books. And he loved movies. It was only natural Blade Runner would be one of his favorites. Roy Batty quests to find his creator, asking all the big questions, like my grandfather, He's bound by endless curiosity. And like Batty taught Deckard, he taught me what it was like to empathize with others, to listen, to treat others with kindness and respect. He would have been a lousy Blade Runner. And like the images of the spinner flying high over a neon-drenched techno-acropolis, he taught me wonder, not just for technology, but for life, for all things, and how to tell a story. He would have loved Blade Runner 2049 as much as I do. Except for the Sinatra. My grandfather was always more of a Bing Crosby guy.